Welcome back to STEM Fatal, your women in science history podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, welcome. <laughs> oh, I am your co-host, Dr. Emlyn Gremlin. And I'm your other co-host, Dr. Emma Dilemma. Oh, wait, Emlyn. Yes. I figured out <laughs> a second word that rhymes with my name this week. <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Tell me. Can you guess what it is? Okay, Emma, Dilemma. It's Crema. <laughs> oh. Which is <laughs> the stuff on top of an espresso shot, like the bubbly, the nice bubbly stuff on top of the, an espresso I think shot. That, I think that fits you. Right? Emma Crema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma. <laughs> yeah, you add a little sweetness to anything you sit upon yeah it sounds disgusting but (laughs) (laughs) i was just really happy to find another word that rhymes with my name because my whole life i've thought there's just the one dilemma no now you got two yours are much better yours are better than mine which are gremlin and kremlin (laughs) (laughs) oh i forgot about the kremlin that sucks but gremlins are funny. Yeah, gremlins good. Gr- gremlins good. Yeah, they're chaotic. They're they can be good until they become the mogwai, right? Wait, mm-hmm. is the mogwai the cute version or no? Yeah, mogwai is the cute and gremlins the not cute, isn't it? I don't remember, but I just know you shouldn't feed them after midnight, right? Right, right. Yeah, but you should feed me after midnight. I mean, okay. you can feed yourself. <laughs> no, Emma, you must feed me. Uh-huh. Um, okay. <laughs> Let us move on. So, um, yeah. And we're in, in holiday spirits over here, right? We are. Yeah. I've got a tree. I made mm-hmm. a bunch of cookies, and then I smelled some of them, and some of them smell like garlic. So I'm uh-huh. very confused what happened. Did you eat any of them? I ate not all, half of them have this like savory garlic smell and half of them don't. Okay. So I had to, <laughs> I'm giving them out as gifts to my family. I'm like set, oh. mailing them tomorrow. So I had to smell each individual cookie and then partition them into, yes, I can send this to my family and no, these are garbage. Can you taste test them? Well, if I, I take a bite out of every cookie. Oh, are they like big cookies? Like there's not enough for you to taste test or something? Well, half, like I can't, I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to which half are. Oh. So I would have to take a bite out of every one. Yeah. And then I don't think that's a good gift. No, no. <laughs> I guess I'm just imagining that you made like 70 cookies and you're sending 10 to each person and you could have try a couple to see if they're okay, but I guess No, not. I've, I've tried them, but like 
Some okay. some are okay and some aren't. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. There must They're the same like type of cookie on the pan. Yeah. Yeah. But some of them clearly were baked with some garlicky essence. Wow. That's too bad. Yeah. So I've yeah. been sniffing a lot of cookies. Gross. But that's put me in the holiday spirit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so to stay in the holiday spirit, this Mm -hmm. week we're doing our holiday episode where we do a little holiday Steminist trivia. Yeah. And we ask each other, you you can play along, dear listeners, uh, we ask each other about some of the women that we've covered over the past year and see Mm -hmm. if we remember anything. (laughs) And... You know what? I don't. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. I mean, looking at some of the people we talked about in January, February, I was just like, I don't remember this at all. Well, Which January is- and February was a whole different world from where we are I now. Oh, it like, seems can- that like can't even five be five year. years ago. Yeah. I know. It's been it's a long crazy. year. And I don't, yep. even the ones I did. I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> I wrote this story and I recorded it and then I listened to it again as I, I edited it and I don't remember anything. Hours researching, reading about <laughs> it, taking notes, writing a story. You'd think we'd be experts and yet do I remember one fact? Do I remember their middle name even? No. Mm-hmm. It's nope. sad. It's It just goes to show how bad memories can be. <laughs> <laughs> but once I read about each one a little bit again i was like oh yeah oh, yeah yeah like it all yeah. comes back you know but yeah anyway just looking at the names i'm like uh what <laughs> but i do think i think they'll come back as we ask each other these questions um yeah so as we've done it in the past i can't believe this is our third year doing this doesn't that seem wild no i feel oh my gosh it's all going by too fast life <laughs> our lives <laughs> uh but yeah as we did in the previous years when i edit it it'll have a little music in between the questions and the answers so that people mm-hmm. um whoever's listening can play along if they want to it's a little kind yeah. of fun fun activity uh and i will post along with the episode like a list of the women that we've covered just in case people want that because we are using that cheat sheet because i am very bad with names yeah and otherwise this would be a very sad show (laughs) and these are just the ladies we've covered this year so some of them we had to double up because we haven't had as many um main episodes this year which is mm-hmm. fine i actually i fine. i have two of mine that are from previous years but i'm not asking you the name i'm just asking you facts about them Ooh, i won't remember but i'll try <laughs> my best i tried to make them uh easy but okay, yeah okay is it like mary annie or something? <laughs> it's, it's not it's not mary oh, annie yeah, but yeah. cool all right let's do it uh who I don't know how we to... decide who starts. I don't I don't know. Okay, I'll uh, start. Okay, 
that's that's a good way to decide. <laughs> because I have a I have hopefully an easy question because it relates to the last episode we did. All right. Okay. I feel like there should be I it's weird because I I don't know why, but I feel like there should be um what's it called? Jeopardy music. Like playing you know, like theme music in the background. Okay. So question number one. One's the most fun. Is that that's how we usually do this? That's right? how we that's how we do it. It's a great tradition. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to remember how we like <laughs> so stupid. Okay. So, Nettie Stevens, the star of our last episode, discovered sex chromosomes by studying the sex cells of what kind of animal? Oh, no. Oh, um, insects. Yes. Do you I think, like, beetles? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's Mm -mm, totally mm -mm, right. mm -mm. Nice. Yeah, I thought that'd be like a, you know, a good one to get started with since. I love it. We just. I'm I'm, I'm keeping score. I want to see if I do well. (laughs) Some of mine might be hard because I didn't even remember. But, you know, hopefully they'll lead us into some funny, fun times. Okay. Your Funny turn. times. All right. Number two. I'm ready to spew. Ew. <laughs> these, spew these facts. facts. Too. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Miriam Merzikani was technically owed infinite money. <gasps> Who owed her this money and why? Um, she was owed this money by the CIA of the United <laughs> oh. States of America. <laughs> no, I'm guessing it's some other mathematician. Close. Very close. Hmm. It's a physicist? Uh, it's I a, don't an know organiza- anyone's okay. name. NATO. S- Okay, um, so it was the Iranian National Olympiad. Oh, nice. And so That's one funny. of the questions that they asked her during like the math Olympiad was find a graph or a set of points connected by lines of this kind. So like they gave a bunch of rules for her and they yeah. said they'd give her a dollar for every graph of this kind that she could oh, find. Oh, nice. And then she generated a formula that would give you infinite. infinite number of graphs of this kind. Therefore, they <sighs> owed her technically infinite money. She's a genius. She's a genius. Yeah. Or she was a genius. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yep. Okay. Question three. Come with me on this journey. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, Dr. Wangari Mutamatai was the founder of the Green Belt Movement in Africa. What prize did she win for her work as an environmentalist? Uh, 
Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah, the yeah. Peace Prize. I think one of the few one of I think she's the only woman we've talked about who's won the Peace Prize, right? Yeah, we've got some yeah. Nobel prizes of science, science prizes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Love so it. she cuz she spent so much of her life fighting for democracy and women's rights in Kenya and Africa. Um, and for that, she won the Nobel Peace Prize. Awesome. Ooh. Okay. So this is going to be, I'm looking for a name. Uh-oh. Okay. I know. Going to my list. Going to your list. What Howard University professor studied plant photomorphogenesis, i.e. Uh, how plants develop how their plant how plant development is influenced by light and receive National Science Foundation money to educate teachers on how to use botanical materials in the classroom. I know this. <laughs> I know it. It's Dr. Marie Clark Taylor. Yes. Um, actually her teaching, her teacher training program was so groundbreaking of trying to get, use like botanical specimens in, uh, classrooms to teach kids about like mitosis, meiosis, evolution, all these things, um, that Lyndon B. Johnson as president actually requested that she expand her teaching, teacher training on like an international level. Wow. Yeah. That's I remember that. She was really cool. Yeah, I should she re- was. re-listen to that up. <laughs> mm. Okay. Question five. Let's go for a drive. Oh, I didn't do did I do mine? Oh, I don't know. Uh question three. Just no, let it four. be. Your question four. Oh, question four. <laughs> I'm as dumb as a door. Oh. <laughs> yeah, have fun piecing that together. <laughs> okay, yeah, question five. Let's go for a drive into the abyss. Ooh. When you hear about this, <laughs> just really. It's a whole I'm just poem. I'm going to take up a career in poetry for now because I'm so good at it. Okay. So, Francis Glesner Lee created what studies to help police departments learn how to investigate crime scenes? The nut, like, nut, or is it the nut case studies? So, close. Or the nutshell? Yeah. Nutshell studies. Yep, she created the Nutshell Studies of Unexplained Death, which were 18 grisly, gruesome dioramas depicting murders, suicides, and the like that were used in police training, still used in police trainings today, teaching them how to be a little bit more scientific in their investigations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, 
Number six. Yeah. I've got some ticks that I should check out. Gross. I know. (laughs) They're really good. Okay. Uh, Okay. So I'm going to give you a quote and I want you to tell me who said it and about what substance. Oh, God. Okay. One of our joys was to go into our workroom at night. The glowing tubes looked like faint fairy lights. The glowing tubes. Oh, Marie Curie. And what was she talking about? Hmm. Radium? Yeah. Ding, 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 Cool. Yes, so radium was was glowing because it's radioactive. At first I thought maybe this was um, the craft, Martha Craft. Is Mm. that her first name? Um, Katya Craft. Oh, yeah. At first I thought this was Katya Craft, like glowing tubes. But then I realized tubes, that's not a volcano. I don't know. I thought (laughs) this might be your throwback question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I'll let you know when I have questions. The last two questions are going to be ones from previous years. Cool. Uh, Marie Curie. I was looking. I also have some questions on her because we both contributed to our major two part ups on her. Mm -hmm. I forgot how crazy her life was. Like her whole life was just so interesting. Anyway, we have more questions on her. There's so much drama. Mm hmm. Um, yes. Okay. Question seven. Come to me, my brethren. (laughs) Yep. I should be a poet. I should be a poet. Okay, this is, um, oh, no, no. Here we go. So, Dr. Pearl Kendrick, Grace Eldreen, and Dr. Grace Eldreen, and Loni Clinton-Gordon, Work together to create the vaccine for what disease in the late 1930s? Pertussis. Yeah. yeah. Whoop and cough. Whoop. Whoop. Boop, whoop, whoop. Yep. Whoop, so whoop. they... These three ladies worked hard to and quickly to create a vaccine for this new, very deadly to children disease, the whooping cough. And it was very successful. And people wanted the vaccine because there weren't crazy anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Actually, I think there were. I think there were anti-vaxxers then. But most I'm people sure. were like, I don't want to die. So please, I don't want my children to die. So please give me that. Anyway, it's a sorry. Ever present struggle. Yes, yes. Okay, eight is great. It is. And so is my question. Cool. And so is this woman. Yeah. Okay. Who had a bullet tear through her dress, luckily missing her, um, but that did kill a wounded soldier on the battlefield that she was tending to? So who is it and what war was it? Shoot. Oh, it's not 
is it Marie Curie again? Oh wait, no, it's Claire Barton. Yeah. Um actually what war was that? The Civil War? Yes. Okay, cool. Civil War is the freaking worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um but yeah, Clara Barton was the founder of the American Red Cross and yep. was like the first uh nurse to be pretty much on like the battleground uh healing yeah. soldiers in the midst of war. So Ugh, that's so scary. I know. I can't even imagine what that would be like. No. When that- I think of my life, sometimes I'm like, I should really be be less anxious because at least I'm not doing that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like if you put it in retrospect, but I mean You know, everything's relative, but Yeah. We can't all we can't compare ourselves to Clara Barton. No. Oh, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. <laughs> okay. Um question nine. Wait, okay. Oh my god. I know there's words that rhyme with nine. <laughs> question all I'm thinking is a tine, like a fork tine. Question nine. Uh what? Uh, behind. It's a really panic moment. Let's come to my house to dine. I wish on, I could. On these facts. I can't. <laughs> I just keep <laughs> saying it's about Dine facts. on these okay. facts. <laughs> so, let's see. Um. Okay, so here's a good one. Eva Crane turned from mm. expert in what subject to expert in bees? Oh, she was like a physicist, right? Yes. She very strangely started a career in science as a nuclear physicist. (laughs) (laughs) And then later in life, discovered a love for bees and became... Basically, a world-renowned expert on the on all bees, bumblebees, and especially human relation to bees. You're never too old to become a renowned worldwide expert on bees. Exactly. That's what that taught me. Yep. Any day, we can just be like, screw this, I'm going to study bees and be the best at it. I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 10. This question is not about men. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Alice Hamilton studied industrial medicine, which is, you know, studying the disease caused by various dangerous occupations. Right. Uh, And she was the first woman appointed to Harvard University faculty. She also was an early proponent of using what during surgery? Um, is it like gloves? It is PPE, but not gloves. Oh, masks, masks, masks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> our favorite, our favorite thing of 2020. <laughs> Honestly, it's so 
it's getting to be like very cold here and I'm like I'll just wear a mask outside like I want (laughs) to it keeps my face warm (laughs) I I feel that way too my only problem is I find it really challenging with my glasses they just always fog up I don't know how yeah if I have to wear sunglasses wearing a mask at the same time is really tough I don't know how people with glasses do it not well I will say yeah that's a bummer but you gotta a little fog is sometimes necessary yeah it's better than coronavirus yes i agree a little fog is always better than covid okay question 11 ah oh, my brethren are still here <laughs> I don't think- why can't i remember anything that rhymes with 11 except for heaven <laughs> I can't answer that question. <laughs> what else rhymes with 11? Or Evan? I guess the name Evan. Brethren doesn't even rhyme. I feel it's like a half rhyme. It's fine, it's fine. Kelvin? Okay. No? Oh, yeah. Measure it. 11, Kelvin. Kelvin. No, 11 and Kelvin are not rhymes. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. So... My question for you is, which psychologist discovered that mental health professionals were poorly trained in both the treatment of and research of ethnic minority mental health? Mm. Name the psychologist. Is it um, Zia Pesu? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that wrong. It's not. No. Um, is it Martha Bernal? Yes. Yay. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yeah, she was an expert. Uh, she started her career studying child development and then pretty quickly realized like psychology was just behind completely and understanding how uh, ethnic minority psychology differed from Mm -hmm. white psychology and so she spent the second half of her career focused on on that i remember you telling the story but for the life of me i could not remember what her name was I think that's fine. If you remember the story and the lessons, you know. But how do I at a cocktail party shut down my sexist uncle by talking about Martha Bernal if I don't remember her name? Good point. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you better learn it. I'm, it's, it's ingrained in my head now. (laughs) (sighs) All right. All right. Speaking of sexism. (laughs) Okay, uh, question 12. I need a salve for my heart. (laughs) Uh, Because of all the sexism? Because of all the sexism, yeah. I need some healing. Uh, Okay, so due to sexist laws about what jobs women could fill, and although she spoke only English and no other languages... Joan Clark was promoted to linguist rather than to what job? That was her actual job. 
Ooh, okay. I know that she was like, I know that she worked on code breaking. So I'm going to say code breaker. Yeah. So, I mean, I will accept that 100%. Okay. It's called a crypt analyst. Oh, yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah, She was a code breaker um, and worked during World War II to decipher messages sent to the German U-boats alongside uh, Alan Turing. So she worked with Alan yeah, Turing. Yeah, she's so cool. She's very, very cool. Uh, all these people are great. They are. They're good, <laughs> good people. I love this app because I'm just like, there's so many great ones. <laughs> I know, yeah. And I, like, I rediscover them. Oh, yeah. And this year, we don't have any that stabbed anybody. <laughs> oh, not that we know of. That's true. That's true. It could just not be in their biography. <laughs> it's true. Right? It could be a se- you know how many st- STEMists get away with stabbings. We right, will never right. know. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Question <laughs> thirteen. Come to my. Uh-oh. Oh no! No, I didn't have anything. <laughs> I don't even uh, know where that was going. <laughs> Question 13. Check out the sheen on this question. Like it's so shiny or something. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. So this is uh this is kind of a double up. This is a, one of my double questions. So okay. which is to say I'm asking two questions about the same person. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, Wangari Matai started the Green Belt Movement, and I was wondering if you remembered how many trees the Green Belt Movement planted in Kenya alone since the start um, of the movement in, I think, the 70s. Well, I know it was called like the Million Trees Project, but mm-hmm. I think it was more than that. But I'm going to uh-huh. go with a million just because that seems like a safe bet. In Ke- just in Kenya. Just in Kenya. Well, Emlyn, that's too low. In <gasps> Kenya alone, they've planted 51 million trees. <laughs> what? That's that's too many trees. Stop planting them. And worldwide, they've planted over a billion, like billions of trees. So they, yeah, you were right that it started as the Million Tree Project. Um, And then they very quickly planted a million trees worldwide. They're just not, they they can't be satiated. Yeah, and then it, so it became the Billion Tree Project, which then again was satisfied and now I think it's the Trillion Tree oh, Project, boy. which I think also Trump has, like, tried to get credit for. And I'm yes. like, he did not start this. Like, yes. what are you talking about? Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they've planted a ton of trees, which is really, it always blows my mind. Like, thinking 51 million trees? That's a lot of trees. Just in Kenya. So That is so many trees. I can't, e- I can't fathom that. <laughs> All right. Um, number 14. 
Oh no! Now they're after I'm a teen. I know. <laughs> this is where it always gets hard. I already had a hard time. I just said glean. <laughs> Number fourteen. This woman was not mean. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, it's very not mean. All right. So I'm going to give you a quote, and you have to tell me who it's about. Again. Ooh. Okay. Quote, millions of people around the world watched Shepard's flight, but they didn't know at the time. Uh, Let me, okay, this is the quote. Uh, Millions of people around the world watched Shepard's flight, but what they didn't know at the time was that the calculations that got him into space and safely home were done by today's guest of honor. I know who it is. It's Katherine Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing better than I thought. We always pull it together somehow. I know, right? The info's somewhere in our brains, deep in there. Yeah, exactly. We remember. And she's also so famous. Yes. Yeah, true. Okay, question 15. This person's not a teen. She was an adult. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to know. Okay. So um, Marie Curie was a woman of many accomplishments. Not a teen. And not a teen. But one of them was something called the Little Curie. And I was wondering, do you remember what a Little Curie is? Um, is that her daughter? No. I mean, that is a little curie. So I'm not <laughs> wrong. I think she had two daughters too, right? Well, only one of them got a Nobel Prize, so. Yeah, she's the only important one. Just um, kidding, just kidding. They're both great, great ladies. Um, so. A little uh, curie, I don't yeah. know. Um, it related, I'll give you a hint, it related okay. to World War One, And her work in World War One. I. I don't know. What's a little curie? Okay, I'll tell you. It's a vehicle containing an x-ray machine and oh. photographic darkroom equipment. Which she invented to be able to drive x-ray machines to the battlefield so that army surgeons could use x-rays to guide their surgeries. I would have never gotten that. I do now, but that I completely forgot. And that makes sense. I was really confused when you had said, instead of Clara Barton, had said Marie Curie. And now it makes sense. Uh, but I had completely right. forgotten that she had done that. Yeah, I know. It's such a huge, it's such a major thing that she did. Her story is so wild. Overshadowed by her two Nobel Prizes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> but yes, yeah, she made, she um spent, you know, five years basically helping bring this x-ray technology to the battlefield and training women 
on how to use x-ray machines so that they could drive these little machines and be able to use them to help doctors um, in World War I. It's so, so cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. I think right. this was post-Nobel Prizes, too. This <laughs> is like course. one of the Just last taking a little things. break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, number 16, get in the mix, you teens. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Uh, okay. The teens. The teens. So, Bertha Parker was an unconventional scientist and it had a life that was stranger than fiction. Although she did not receive formal education as an anthropologist and archaeologist, at the age of 22, she discovered, according to many scientists, quote, the most outstanding anthropological find ever made in the United States. Additionally, she was involved in a crime. Uh, What crime was she involved in that also adds to her stranger than fiction life? Shoot. I was going to say, well, she found like a giant sloth head, right? She did, or yeah. Something like that. That would have also been yeah. a good question. I remember that. Um, the crime. Crime of passion? I guess she was the <laughs> vi- she was the victim of a crime. Oh. Oh, she was kidnapped. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. I was like, I don't remember her committing a crime, but I do remember that now. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Bertha Parker, her mother, and her son were all kidnapped by her Hollywood ex-husband, Joseph Palin, and then taken across the border to Mexico (sighs) and confined in a Mexican brothel. And then her uncle-in-law and famed archaeologist, Mark Raymond Harrington, supposedly came riding on horseback with the sheriff and saved them and brought them back. I mean, how is this not a movie? I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, it's very sad. part of her life alone is, like, wild. She was in the circus. She discovered giant sloths. Like, she found giant sloths. I mean, what else can you want? I don't know. What do people want? What do you even want? (laughs) Okay. Why do we have like 27 Toy Stories and we have no Bertha Parker? Why did they make story? Mary Anning have a lesbian love relationship in the new movie about her? She I, doesn't I, even I, need I, that I know to you, be interesting. I know. I know you don't have much interest in it, but I really want to watch it and just. Oh my God. Become I think angry, you should I watch guess. it and tell me if I should watch it. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll I'm just have so a little segment where I rant at you about it. I'm so angry at the whole concept. Anyway, yeah. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, why does she need to have, like, her story's so interesting. Like, I have no problem, like, if if there was any evidence yeah. that she was lesbian, was I think that would life. be, like, great. Um. But, like, her life is so interesting that it could just be about her life without adding yeah, things like that are actually factual. Know. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. Anyway. Anyways. <sighs> Question 17? 
Question 17. Question 17, my brethren teens, come with me on this journey of trivia. I will. I'm <laughs> I'm walking the path. So, uh, Jia Peisu is known as the founder of what industry in China? Oh, um, like uh, computers? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, maybe it has to be more specific than that, but. No, oh, yeah. no. She's like the founder of the computer, computer computing industry in China, where she not only helped to build uh, China's first self-designed like computer, but she founded computer education in China as well. And so, so cool. Yeah, she's known for not only, you know, inventing things, but also for training so many people in China um, in the early stages of that whole industry. Pretty influential. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Okay. Yeah. We're now I'm going to ask you kind of a similar question. Oh, okay. Number 18. It's going to be great. You teens. <laughs> I like that we've just given up on finding another word to rhyme with teen. <laughs> Cheer up, you teens. Life's going to get better. Okay. So Dr. Tilly Edinger fled from Germany during World War II because she was Jewish and was given a position at the Harvard Museum of Comparative Zoology for her groundbreaking uh, groundbreaking work. What field did Tilly Edinger found uh it's um she studied brains of fossils uh, yeah fossil brain fossil brain field <laughs> <laughs> also known as paleoneurology yes <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yes. she used these like an- endocasts of brains to study brain evolution right. and the lifestyle yeah. of extinct animals. Also, which bonus, it was Alice Hamilton, who was the person who was pro-mask and was the first female professor at Harvard, who oh, actually wow. helped Tilly Edinger flee and end up at Harvard. Women Wait, helping really? women, Yes. Did we talk about that? We before? did a little okay. bit. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't remember that. That's so cool. I know. I love all the connections between the different like ladies. Like of course, yeah. if you're like in a similar discipline, you may know each other, but I just I like making those connections between people historically. Yeah, like I was look when I was looking up um questions for Marie Curie, I remembered that she once like was sick and went and just like hung out with Hertha Ayrton for a while. We haven't I think we like did a trivia question on her in like the first episode maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was doing trivia questions, but we haven't talked about her whole story yet. But anyway, yeah, no, we haven't. It's always cool to see when they're friends and Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. All right. 
question 19. It's almost time, teens. (laughs) (laughs) Almost time to get out of the teens. Uh, Okay. So let's see. Uh, Rebecca Lee Crumpler accomplished two firsts in her lifetime. Well, probably many, but (laughs) but anyway, she was... I'm talking about two. She was... (laughs) She was the first African-American woman to become a medical doctor in the U.S., and she was also the first female physician to do what? Um... And maybe the title of that episode would give you a clue. It was called... A podcast of medical discourses. Oh, to write like a um, medical book? Yes. Yeah. She was the first female physician to author a book on medicine. Love that. Yeah. And she did that in the 1800s, which is really crazy. The late 1800s, right after the Civil War. Uh, Okay. 20... There's nothing funny about what? this next question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's a bit of a stretch, but I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. So this Omaha woman was the first Native American woman to earn a medical degree and also raised money to build the first privately funded hospital on a reservation. <sighs> Who I is know she? It. It's Susan LaFleche. Yes, Susan LaFleche. She's awesome. She just yeah. drew, like walked 20 miles to help people Ugh. in their homes all over the reservation. And her sounds life, like a yeah, badass. Her life was hard. Yeah. It was tough. All right. Question 21. Let's have some fun. Let us, easy. please. Okay, maybe that's what we said for the first question. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Uh, okay, so Dr. Kono Yasui was the first woman to receive a doctorate of ja- uh, what? A doctorate in Japan for her work in cytology or the study of cells. Um, do you remember what biochemical process in plants she studied mm-hmm. for her in her research? If it helps, um, it's sort of like a geological, physical process that occurs in plants over time. Oh, um, how they turn into, like, coal and... Yes. Stuff. Yeah, she studied the coalification of yes, plants. Yes, that word. Yes, which is not, that's a hard one. But I was like, <laughs> oh, but it's such a weird word. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she studied like different, she studied plants at different uh, stages of coalification and looking at how their cells changed 
throughout this whole process to see like which plants became coal and how long it took and everything. I remember thinking that this was like a really cool yeah. s- kind of system and question that I'd never heard of anybody same looking yeah. at. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. 22. We've just got a few more. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to on the way, way back machine. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. These last two. So Cecilia oh Payne Gaposhkin discovered that oh. stars were composed primarily of this element, contradicting the accepted wisdom of the time. Helium? Um, No. Shit. Helium is the second most abundant element. Hydrogen? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's hydrogen and then helium. Though she discovered kind of both that those were the two most common uh, elements composing stars. She is great. And everybody said she shouldn't. (laughs) People like refuted her stuff for her dissertation so she didn't make as big a claims as her data suggested right. and then someone else took credit Ugh. on her committee yes. i but- remember this now oh my gosh that's when we recorded in a studio do you remember that <laughs> i remember oh yeah recording this episode in the studio at ut it's weird that was i liked was- that I yeah liked we did that you know but um, not when we actually interacted in person. I know. I miss it. <laughs> Though this is still nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing the best we can. Even if there wasn't COVID, we would still be in different places. So, Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, nothing's changed for us because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my last question. Question 23. <laughs> <laughs> That's evil Santa. He goes, mm. hee hee hee. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, it's like the Grinch. I know. So, okay, here's my, uh, my double up. So, which elements, we've already discussed one of them. Which elements did Marie Curie discover that led to her second Nobel Prize in chemistry? Polonium! And? Radium? Yeah. I only knew this because I was going through my section. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have totally forgotten. Maybe I would have known radium, but polonium I think is... that's from your section. I can't remember. Yeah. Well... It doesn't matter. She discovered... So, their first prize in physics, I think, was for, like, x-ray technology more. Mm-hmm. And then their second prize was for the discovery of the elements, which some people were like, they. she, she basically already received a prize for that. You know, they're all mad about it, but whatever. They get over anyway. it. Yeah. All right. My last question. Number 24 Oof. and then no more. <gasps> okay. So what couple 
bought a plot of land on the big island of Hawaii ah. near the Kalau Crater so that in old age, they could maneuver their wheelchair to the crater's edge. The crafts. The crazy crafts. <laughs> the crafts, they unfortunately did not live long enough to uh, be in wheelchairs. No. But they did die from a volcano, which I guess they wanted to, so... Yeah, they lived their dream. They lived their... Yeah. They lived their dream. Their crazy, crazy dream. <laughs> I'm just glad they found each other. I am you know? too. It's great. It, like, I don't believe in soulmates, but when you see, like, people who have these very strange, specific desi life desires, and they find each other, mm -hmm. you're like... Well, it's a good thing you found each other, because I don't know who else would want to do that with you. Yeah, it's kind of like the um, Rosemary, the Galapagos couple. Oh, Galapagos. yeah. Except they? less extreme, I think. Rosemary, yeah, less Grant. Grant, Grant. And what is his name? I don't know. The Grant couple. <laughs> the Grant, the Grants, yeah. Yeah. Which. I keep wanting to say time, but I know his name I is know. not time. If we ever talk about alive people, she their life has been really great mm -hmm. and interesting. Yeah, that's But true. anyway. Um, oh my gosh, Emlyn. We, we did, did it. it. I think each of us got only one question wrong. Yeah, I think so. Good job, us and whoever's good. listening. Good job to you. Good job to you. I if hope you've played you, along, and you and honestly, I if I didn't have the list of names in front of me, I would have uh, not gotten a couple of those because I just have a hard time with the recall. Yeah, I'm really bad at names, but we did it! Uh, Yay! I can't believe holidays. this is our third our third year. Yay. I know. That's really crazy to me. It is crazy. It actually feels like it's been longer. <laughs> yeah, it's like when were was, was when was I not doing this podcast? I don't know. Uh but also that's just like I feel like I've been in Michigan longer. Like mm -hmm. it feels like if I think back to our first recording, that feels like so long ago. I know. So. On your bed. Such a yeah. different time. It was. Well, we weren't actually using the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were just recording on my laptop. And I was like, why does this sound so bad? Emma, why do you sound so far away? <laughs> when oh, I used boy. to have to scream. Anyway, we're, that was it's a good time. There's, there's a learning curve. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. We really enjoy doing these ones. It's fun to kind of yeah. look back at the year mm -hmm. and the people we've talked about. And all the yeah. like crazy, crazy, awesome things that they've done. Uh, For sure. We thank you, everybody who's bought stickers. We've got a lot of people who have bought them. Yeah. We only have, I think, like four or five sets of 10 left. So if you're interested, I can't guarantee that they'll get there in time for Christmas if that's what you're wanting. But if you buy them right away, they might. So it's a gamble, but if you're still interested in them, they're on the website. You can check them out. 
Um, and we thank you for all your support. Yeah, it's been a great year. I think we might have. One Has more it been a great year before? <laughs> of pod, oh, of pod. It's not the year itself. I mean, geez, but <laughs> we love hearing from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and stay safe these holidays. We'll probably have another up before the new year if we can uh, manage it. Yeah. So it's my turn. I won't say Happy New Year. Yes. No. Then. Hopefully we'll have one before yeah. before the new year. Well, thanks, everybody, again. Uh, and thanks to Artichoke for our theme music and Caitlin Friesen, as always, for our art. And you can go... Stimulate, Stimulate yourself. yourself. This holiday season. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Science was the